Hey everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Pawan Adipuram, uh, the founder of Chitmonks. Pawan is a graduate of Osmania University and has worked for Tata Consultancy Services before starting his own venture in 2015. Hi Pawan, welcome to ELI. Hi Priya, hi. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Uh, Pawan, uh, we will start with your introduction. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. Um, hello, everyone. Um, I'm Pawan, I'm, uh, and I'm running this company called Chickmonks. And um, we started this journey way back in 2015. Uh, before that, briefly, let me explain you what is my experience. Um, so uh, I'm not a fresh entrepreneur, as in like a, a, an entrepreneur who started fresh from the college kind of thing. But um, we have I spent enough time with the... Uh, corporates like TCS uh, and other companies like NTT and all, and um, uh, before moving into this space. And uh, my uh, uh, journey in the corporate world was very uh, smooth, I, I should say. And uh, but of of course, I was uh, uh, dissatisfied with the progress which <laughs> we were making in the in the career. And that's that's the trigger point, I should say. I mean, I think we felt uh, a place where we were hitting the glass, the glass roof, and uh, we thought, I think, I think it's time to do something. I was 35 when I quit, so 36 um, when I quit. So if you can think of it, right? Um, it, it's a long journey uh, in our career, and then um, if if not that time, I I felt maybe uh, you know it will not be uh, any time is not good further. So that's that's the reason why we uh, you know. But when when we started the journey, I had um, uh, three co-founders uh, to start with, and uh, they are there with me now. Uh, in fact, uh, so uh, my experience from uh, corporate world to the startup world was more from a coming from a place where I was happily dissatisfied with what I was doing and uh, wanted to do something bigger and take some um, uh, you know be an inspiration to the next generation at least in the in the house to speak right. I mean, my kids should look at look look up to me and think that. He should become an entrepreneur too. That was our inspiration. Okay. Uh, now tell us about your venture. What are you trying to build or what have you built out of uh, Chitmonks? Sure. See, um, Priya, see, when, when I quit the job, I was actually heading uh, the delivery management for TCS. So, and all my experience in technology was to work with companies like JPMC, uh, Bank of America, and uh, RBA, Reserve Bank of India. In fact, the NEFT systems, which was designed and uh, still used by a lot of us for money transfers, actually was um, built by us. I mean, I was the project manager for building that project. And uh, back in 2008, when transactions were happening, two days in delay and all, uh, we went and we went, I went to the Reserve Bank of India executionist and said that, you know, hey, we should actually move to a real time segment kind of model. And um, they accepted it. So all my experiences was coming from a, a financial services space. And uh, uh, I, I also worked with uh, payments and all of that. So when we were, uh, when we took the call of uh, starting something on our own, we wanted to be in a fintech space, basically trying to see how we can actually add value to the fintech space. And uh, we had a couple of options. One was a peer-to-peer -peer lending platform, which which was the go-to market, go-to thing in 2016. And then we had something to do with payments again, um, uh, which was more like a Paytm kind of a scan, QR code scanner. There were empty number of payment uh, um, service kind of uh, processor, or I would say, 
payment uh, gateway partner kind of models there were so many things and so many startups so uh, we wanted to definitely be uh, you know unique and uh, wanted to do something which nobody was actually um, touching it upon uh, i don't have a story where my parents lost money in cheat fund so i wanted to do something in cheat fund no definitely not i don't want to talk about that kind of stories uh, so it was more like thinking about uh, what else can be done in the cheat fund space because we we really felt cheat funds was uh, completely uh, left out in terms of technology adoption and uh, completely ignored by the government as well so um, many governments to uh, still t- still take uh, cheat funds as a, a ways and means to you know uh, raise fingers and others but rather uh, they don't uh, they don't really look at it as an opportunity to to really work with the uh, government or the uh, make better right so we felt there is an opportunity in this space and uh, that's how we started the journey um, from where we started from where we are standing definitely the journey has very very uh, different aspects to it but uh, uh, that was a primary reason think of it because chitfund was something which nobody was uh, uh, i mean technology was far from adoption to you know, adopting adopting in chitfund space and uh, government was also kind of uh, taking it back Uh, they had almost kind of a step step motherly treatment so to speak if i have to say without any without hurting anybody's sentiments uh, but yeah that's the kind of treatment which chitfund gets in every state can you share some uh, statistics or uh, numbers around uh, what kind of traction you have got as a venture okay so i think see uh, today i mean uh, though we started it as a marketplace as a where we were actually trying to just i mean the, see people say that you know start with the low hanging fruits most of the times but um, i think uh, if i have to if i were to advise to somebody who is starting i would say pick up the toughest nut to crack don't don't go for the lowest hanging fruits because lowest hanging fruits are something which anybody can probably do for you okay so but yeah definitely we didn't have um, mentors or advisors who guided us in that space at that time that point of time when we started the journey but definitely um, that gave us an advantage i mean we were uh, we started the becoming a marketplace bringing customers online to the digital chitfund government uh, to not the digital chitfund the chitfund company saying that you know hey this is the customer he is the chitfund company we will do a matchmaking kind of model so but uh, uh, realized very soon realized that you know uh, that model was not scaling up uh, in the right way we wanted it to scale so the service was a problem and all of that so we we pivoted from that model and um, we dig deep down into that's when we actually went went uh, went and understood and uh, try to understand a much deeper problem so what is the toughest nut to be not to be cracked in this space right that's when we thought you know uh, government space at least you know government uh, what is government doing to you know uh, administer the chitfund business is what we started to understand and we realized there's like they are like uh, decades old they were using papers uh, i mean when the entire banking and financial services were talking about um, giving loans in a minute 3 uh, seconds 4 seconds may loan dete that was the kind of model which every bank or credit card companies are moving towards uh, these treatment administrators were still using the old generation papers and uh, applications and all and uh, hardly it was acting as a record keeping machine rather than a regulator see the chitfund um, state governments were supposed to actually be the uh, regulators but um, it was literally playing the role of a bookkeeping uh, machine so we we did we went ahead we 
try to understand what else can be done just beyond a digital system. And uh, we built a blockchain enabled solution. So we felt blockchain can really solve the problems. I mean, uh, uh, to, to address these kind of situations, uh, especially in the shipping space. So if you look at it from that angle, right? Uh, blockchain kind of a self-regulatory organization, SROs typically when we call it as financial services, maybe we call SRO self-regulatory organizations. If, if implemented properly in the right spirit, a blockchain in the shipment space can become an SRO for itself and regulate the entire I mean, um, operations of the shipment from the, and can bring a lot of transparency and trust to the shipment companies. So that's when we went ahead and we pitched this idea to the Telangana state government. Telangana state government has implemented the pilot for the uh, thing. And uh, that pilot actually got uh, a lot of appreciations. In fact, they, they scaled the entire pilot across the state, so to speak. So now Telangana, at, um, at one point, uh, even at this point, actually, uh, is, is completely operated on Tchips only, which is like a, a platform completely for, owned by, uh, uh, I mean, uh, governed by, uh, administered and uh, technology support maintained by us, but of course, uh, owned by the government of Telangana. So uh, uh, close to about 1,600 plus companies in the state uh, uh, actually operate on the platform, uh, do transactions uh, between, I mean, the subscribers are close to about 1.3 million subscribers. The money which gets rotated in this business is close to 20,000 crores, okay, which means to say only Telangana state actually does a business of 20,000 crores uh, per annum. That is the kind of money which uh, gets rotated in this uh, state, in the state fund space. So that kind of what we have built so far, I mean, for the, for the past two years into, into this space. And uh, in terms of uh, the B2B space, we, we also have a product which is very specifically targeting the shipment companies as well, where we say, tell them that, you know, um, you forget about the technology piece, you focus on the business development and the uh, operations. We help you with the entire technology piece. So we become the digital partner of the shipment companies, basically helping them to, you know, become 100% digitally ready for their uh, next generation customers. So that is something which we started about five, six months back in, uh, frankly speaking, the B2B space. And uh, there we have about close to 25 plus shipment companies already operating their businesses on the platform. Those are some numbers for you, basically. Okay. Uh now, as you rightly mentioned, chit funds are not the most talked about subjects in the fintech industry. Uh, can you tell us why is that so? See, um, uh, that is the reason uh, we choose the space as well. If you if you ask us, right? So, see, chit funds. Um, if you if you if you are actually from South Indian part of it, not just South Indian, I think even in North India as well. Uh, uh, to a large extent, this is uh, actually an unorganized way of doing business, right? So there are a lot of people who participate in the chip industry. They take actually the chip business because they because for them the biggest thing is uh, they get a lot of uh, you know confidence in running the uh, getting the money from the customers. Most of the uh, below I mean the port, uh, in the, uh, below the poverty below below line uh, kind of uh, customers, right? I mean they. Uh, CBL customers. So these these customers actually believe chit funds more than any bank or any insurance company because the reason is for them accessibility of money is more important. Um, it's not about uh, making a lot of returns and all, uh, but it's about that. So, but again, like I said, because Reserve Bank of India didn't know how to 
um, you know, I would say uh, it is a very complex, uh, you know, act to implement the Chitfund Act, which is actually governed by the central government, or rather uh, prescribed by the central government. Uh, it's a very complex, uh, complex act. Okay, which means to say that implementation of that without using technology is completely, you know, uh, is, is out of uh, this thing. So the the, the size of the this thing, uh, size of the business or the interest is also not very high for Reserve Bank of India. So they kind of gave it to the state governments to operate. And state governments, not knowing um, many state governments, just give it to some state governments have given it to agriculture department to manage it from business. Some state governments have given it to road tax department to handle uh, handle tax department to handle shit from business. What will a tax department do to manage administer the shit from business? Can you imagine that? So it's obviously uh, it, it's it's two sides, right? One, the government was not very keen in terms of you know. Uh, pushing this financial uh, inclusive instrument and then the second side of it is naturally coming from the chip fund space also most of these um, companies are small size companies you will find at least 30 to 40000 companies across the country you every every month there will be at least 30 40 companies registering themselves as registering chip fund companies which means to say the company size is i mean the entry barrier to this space is also very very low uh, because it is very low and because the government's um, uh, you know treatment was also not very high uh, you will find many people there is no coherence i would say uh, they are not together because see if the if, why do banks have a banking uh, you know regulator i mean uh, they come together because of the sheer size of the business right and uh, and there are only few few players who are actually coming there into the banking you will hardly find 100 plus banks uh, across the country to operate whereas chit funds are 30000 40000 companies how will you actually uh, bring them onto one platform and uh, you know make them speak or uh, that, that is the next uh, set of problems uh, i would say because of which these companies did get that uh, they didn't get they didn't get the problem uh, uh, as such and uh, the other side of it is the government also was taking it uh, uh, slow on it so that's the reason why i see they don't uh, you know we are not talking too much about chip uh, Pavan, uh, as an entrepreneur, uh, you have picked a very India-specific problem to solve. Uh, I would like to understand how uh, how this journey is different from a typical startup uh, journey, which uh, adopts the idea from uh, West and uh, gives an Indian touch to it. Very different, very very different, very very difficult. See, you you don't find investors who really can uh, get. Uh, uh, understand the problem we are trying to solve, and for many investors, it's not it's uh, investment. Is, of course, is is about returns, right? I mean, um, so uh, any investor who wants to come down, come on to come on board will also look for similar kind of like you mentioned, right? Solving the problems of the West, uh, building the solutions here, scaling it in India, and then taking it to outside the India to where they can make money. And and we don't blame them because. Investors are there for to make money because they are not putting their own money; they are managing the money of the limited limited partners. So it is very very difficult for. Trust me, I mean we could hardly find uh, uh, any investor who could invest in uh, in our uh, kind of, in our kind of company. And secondly, like you said, the uh, chit fund. Most of the companies are most of the investors don't understand the concept of chit fund. So for them, the cycle is even more deep. They first have to understand the space. They, then they have to understand the what is the value proposition we are bringing. Then they have to understand the dynamics in the business. 
which is very very difficult they don't uh, it is easy for somebody to actually copy the investment uh, happening in uh, western kind of a product uh, versus uh, understanding it bottom up and uh, thinking whether this company can scale the product or not so it is very difficult so that is one part of the story the second part of the story is again um, uh, in terms of you know Uh, adaptability of the solutions right whether it is government or the chipment companies it's not pretty straightforward i should say because most of the times the chipment companies um, are they don't understand many companies don't understand technology because of the sheer size and uh, age of the uh, you know the administrator so typically the age of the chipment administrator will be more than 45 50 uh, because he has been there uh, in that space uh, the new generation car- which you ha- you will hardly find a new generation company or new generation uh, you know entrepreneur starting a chipfund business uh, this is very very difficult to find right so uh, technology adoption is also uh, adoption by the partners like chipfund companies and the regulators the regulators like i said you'll ha- it is very difficult for them to even think that you know what they are doing what they are doing is absolutely not right and uh, they should actually adopt technology to bring uh, bring more uh, but again all of these are challenges every day um, uh, building the sales team is also a bigger challenge so uh, i mean we have many battles to fight every day it's not a it's not easy problem to solve and especially when you're talking an india centric problem in india you can imagine every kind of customer right i mean um, a customer will come back and say uh, okay i don't want this features in the product i only want this features or you know yaar this business is not this uh, product is not suiting my requirements can you do this for me You you will have um, uh, you know all kind of uh, customers in there. It's a very difficult problem, I should say, to solve. Um, see how uh, we are doing. Maybe time will say. Uh, Pavan, uh, I'd like to understand how did you find uh, the right people uh, to take your vision forward? Uh, why didn't you start with your co-founders? Yeah, see, co-founders. Uh, my, I mean, I should say, uh, I'm very lucky to have our co-founders, uh, especially uh, you know, Sidhu uh, and uh, Malla, Sridhar Reddy and Malla Reddy. So both of them, actually, um, uh, all of us, actually, three of us are from the same college in uh, uh, Osmania University, uh, and we worked together. Also, Sridhar and me were working in DCS for almost like 15 years uh, before we started this journey. and uh, malla was my roommate when so it, the the, co- the the commonality between three of us was very very clear uh, that we wanted to do something beyond what we were doing in our uh, corporate roles um, and um, uh, i must say we have we complement each other in terms of uh, our skills as well so i kind of do the business development side of it and uh, uh, take care of the execution side while they build the technology product for us so one one uh, malla malla heads the blockchain uh, solution malaredi has the blockchain solution part of it he drives the entire blockchain piece for us and sridhar drives the entire uh, you know the product uh, uh, dev deployment and uh, he takes care of everything everything related to product development and all of that so so we complement each other we understand what we are what we, what we are doing in this space we we wanted to give our best in terms of what can be done in this space to make this better so in that way i say i have a very good team uh, in uh, to support us and uh, three of us support each other a lot uh, along the way and we have been successful in doing that for almost like 5 years now so the people say you know uh, co-founders have to fight to fight for each other express their view and all 
but frankly we don't um, do, I mean, uh, we understand clearly what role we are playing so we take up a very uh, very uh, you know objective approach in terms of uh, uh, you know discussing the problem statement what we are discussing so if somebody talks about uh, why we should adopt this technology he is the best so we go with him and uh, he will do we will uh, we will work, work in that direction that's that's how uh, my team is Another interesting aspect I would like to cover uh, is about the family. Uh, how did you convince your family or uh, what was the reaction of your family when you decided to quit your uh, uh, long stint with uh, a stable company um, at a very senior level role? Yeah, absolutely. See, I mean, in fact, um, uh, it, it, it's both easy sometimes and sometimes it's tough, right? So. If you think of it from our perspective, um, uh, it's it's the good side of the story is that it's been 15 years we spent with the corporate life, so probably we made some enough. Uh, we had enough backup to support us in terms of you know the financially what we could uh, what we can do, and as a family, all three of us. I mean, we were in a stage where we were uh, definitely uh, you know able to manage the finances, family, and uh, rest of the things as well, right? So, uh, in terms of finance, this definitely we we took care of them. Um, the in terms of uh, convincing them what's going to happen, because we left uh, we left our uh, jobs when where we were making close to three three and a half lakhs per month, and uh, we were ready to take a salary of uh, fifty thousand sixty thousand rupees as well, right? So. Uh, it means a lot of uh, yeah, this thing, but I think the the good part is uh, all three of us definitely uh, had very good uh, understanding in terms of um, uh, both family and the relationships and then friends as well. That you know what we are doing, we believe uh, probably is the best thing which can happen to all of us in terms of uh, career, in terms of business, and it's a good opportunity to do something uh, big. And um, yes, I mean, um, if we are uh, finding the right mindset of uh, investors or right uh, uh, supporting uh, uh, entities, uh, governments, and all, of course, we will definitely not uh, not be lost. We won't be failed, failing. Uh, uh, that is the confidence we have. So, yeah, it was kind of okay from there. Okay. Um. Uh, the uh, other question I would like to ask you. What is your uh, vision uh, with this venture? What is the ultimate product, or uh, where you want to take it uh, in a long run, in a ten years uh, uh, timeline? See, uh, like I said, like I was just telling, right? Yeah, identifying the right partners to implement this scaling the solution is the most important thing for any business, right? I mean, um, in our case as well, we believe that you know we have a right we have chosen a right platform a right product in terms of uh, scaling the solution and helping the uh, government entities and the chip fund companies of course the direct direct uh, people would be the subscribers right i mean if you are somebody is doing a chip fund they are only looking for two things one safety and security for their money they are putting into the company and two you know uh, right service whether they are actually uh, the, whether they are getting the money on time or not is the most important thing so we are solving those two problems, and uh, we are also helping the chipfund companies to become digital and scale uh, scale their operations. And we are also helping the governments to regulate this business in a very uh, you know organized way than the, what they were doing currently. Right. So uh, that the long term vision for us, obviously, I mean, I mean, we put it on our website as well that you know we want to make investments in chipfunds accessible, credible, and rewarding. 
So it's like three things, right? Accessibility to the chipman, uh, any subscriber who wants to save their money into a uh, financial instrument, chipman should appear as a good instrument for them where they have the confidence to put the money in. Uh, that is the credibility part of it. Accessibility should be like, you know, today opening the bank account is just a, uh, you know, video call away. I mean, video KYC kardia, so you are you are done with opening a bank account. That kind of experience to the customer is also important. So bringing that, that credibility and rewarding, right? I mean, once you join a JIT fund, you should also be able to get a lot of other financial services uh, once uh, you scale up. So our vision is to make India, a place where anybody who's thinking of chit funds, spare chit fund, they should probably think of uh, uh, coming onto our Chitmunds platform and use our platforms like Chitmunds Two Auto platform or insure chit insure is something again which we say we are providing insurance to the subscribers to help them manage the risk uh, or payments uh, related thing. We have a chit pay kind of a solution where uh, uh, all the payments are completely digitized for them and are reconciled for them. So. We, are, we want to be the go-to person for anything related to chip fund. That is our uh, long-term vision. Yeah. Pavan, uh, what are the challenges you have faced uh, so far uh, while building and growing this venture? So, um, like I was mentioning again, right? The, the, the toughest challenge is to find the right mindset of customers who, who are uh, looking forward. Uh, see, any system which you build, there are early adopters, and then there are, uh, uh, you know, interest, uh, they, they kind of move from early adopter stage to, you know, using the solution and then adopting the scaling at the scale. The mass adoption is where you will find the real scale and uh, uh, sustainability for your company, right? So uh, the biggest challenge uh, uh, we are facing, uh, or we, we have faced earlier also is, you know, uh, the chipman companies um, who want to adopt the solution 100% uh, digitally, right? That is the biggest thing. And, uh, and second thing, of course, is the governments, right? So you will hardly, um, when we are talking to any chipman uh, administrators or any different state administrators, they, they like the solution, they like the product. Uh, but again, they have no clue uh, how to acquire the solution or they, they feel, you know, um, maybe I can get away without even doing this uh, kind of uh, mindset, right? So it's a, it's a very uh, tough place. Uh, like again, um, because of the space itself, like I was saying, um, uh, needs a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, I would say approach from everybody, right? I mean, they should, they should write the right approach from the government, right approach from the chip and company subscribers and all of that. So it, it's not a single uh, uh, one uh, single-sided game kind of thing where you know you bring uh, like uh, what if imagine if um, you know uh, UPI was not there what would PhonePay do what would Google Pay do what would Paytm do in terms of uh, other solutions I mean it's not valid right um, that that's a bigger uh, bigger uh, discussion to think of so once 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 any state government you know adopts the solution to the right way and think of scaling it in that direction, I'm sure I think uh, uh, we'll have a better uh, place for everybody to play. Pavan, uh, can you tell us about uh, one tough decision or choice you had to make where uh, both sides looked equally good or bad? Uh, that's a very tough question because, you know, uh, uh, for the record, again, see, uh, uh, taking a call, uh, uh, like for example, uh, we have been working with the state government department for quite some time already. And um, uh, it, it is a very 
uh, you know, challenging job in terms of uh, whether to go or no go kind of thing because money money is not uh, uh, paid on time. Rather, the you know the contractual obligations are not you're not given uh, any this thing when you're working with the governments. Uh, the, and um, uh, even the chip phone companies, right? For that matter, some of them they just join, they just use the platform and all. Uh, but when it comes to payment, um, you know, uh, difficulty. Uh, they 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 have their own uh, versions of you know delaying it, postponing it. So working with lot of these companies, I mean, if you think of it, right, Priya, and I think many startups uh, who are in SaaS platform and all, they everybody agrees to what I'm saying. You know, Indian Indian customers are the toughest one to crack. No, um, payments don't come on time, but they want the best of the quality service and all of that. So, um, so but but taking a call, right? Um, uh, let's say if the company uh, is using our services for uh, quite some time, uh, especially some different companies, let's say, you know, we have, we we kind of go back to them, explain them why they have to pay us. Otherwise, you know, what? But but the call is to tell them, boss, you know, this is not working. You have we have to cut your uh, see. Uh, In the place where I'm sitting today, right? I mean, it's called T Hub. Okay, it's government-built uh, 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 infrastructure for startups to support. Right? Even in T Hub, if you don't pay money by 10th of every month, fifth is the last day. 10th of every month, 10th five days is the grace period. 10th day, there is a security guard standing next to me asking me to leave. Right? And uh, yeah, government uh, followed. Uh, you know schools as well right i mean private schools so which are supposed to be completely uh, you know not for profit making uh, organizations schools are supposed to be a not for not for profit organizations right so they they cut down our uh, kids uh, you know uh, access if i don't pay the money uh, on time but you know that is something which a business indian business uh, owner um, doesn't look at it that way But yes, I mean it's tough to make those kind of calls. Uh, we have made some calls like that, and I believe that you know uh, it is important for the entrepreneur to stand on that uh, because um, uh, money not getting paid is something um, uh, will make you bleed continuously, which is not good for the company in the long run, right? So that is that's the biggest. Uh, we have done that. I mean uh, I've taken those calls where it was uh, supposed to give me give some more time. But yes, but it's always give and take, right? So yeah, I mean, if they don't appreciate the value, we have to let them go. What is the meaning of entrepreneurship to you, or rather, how do you define entrepreneurship? See, for me, um, entrepreneurship is not business. Okay, for me, definitely, it's not business. Business is very different than entrepreneurship. So for me, entrepreneurship is more like a value proposition. See, in whatever we are doing. there should be some value in terms of um, uh, either uh, some kind of efficiency some kind of uh, uh, cost reduction or some kind of uh, real value proposition for the other uh, i mean consumers right whether if there is no value proposition i don't see that as an enterprise or enterprising uh, entrepreneur right basically if it's just a good selling machine right uh, a kirana shop is not in i would from my perspective again i might be wrong in um, uh, my perspective i appreciate uh, i totally agree to that as well but uh, uh, you know uh, selling the goods from one shop to other uh, getting it from a wholesaler and selling it to a retailer is not um, an entrepreneurship for me i mean it, it is it is business for me okay for me it is more like a business opportunity than an entrepreneur so for me the definition of entrepreneur is very clear if you have a value proposition if you are if you are solving some of the good problem one of the good problem and in the process 
of course you have to have a sustainable business model it's not just about uh, becoming um, uh, you should not get carried away with uh, solving one of the toughest problem in this way in the history of mankind and but still don't sustain that business there is no point in me building that kind of a uh, model right i mean you should also as an entrepreneur you should look at solving some of the toughest problems and um, bringing the value proposition to the ecosystem and finally be sustainable if you are not sustainable then definitely your enterprise is not going to be um, you know valued for right so that that those are my three definitions for entrepreneurs you have to think of sustainability you have to think of value propositions and you have to solve the toughest problems uh coming to my last question this is the final one what are the learnings uh, you have had as an entrepreneur which uh, our listeners can take away and apply it to their uh, life or uh, their entrepreneurial journey yeah see i think um, uh, it's been 5 years we started this journey i mean um, uh, definitely uh, we have learned a lot we have learned a lot uh the question say if you if you come back and ask me pavan would you do something differently uh, if given an uh, opportunity again i would say no because um, definitely every everything we did definitely we learned something from it and i'm sure we are continuing to learn every day we have 10 battles 100 battles to fight every day and we if we only pick and choose uh, three or four battles to fight right uh the 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 uh, the learnings are continuous there is no way you can say uh okay if i took this path in a different direction i would have probably learned different things but definitely i wouldn't say yeah everything would have been fine and all of that right so uh, for me as an entrepreneur if if you want me to you know give advice on those things like i said uh, i did talk about you know uh, uh, taking the taking one piece of advice don't think of solving the lowest um, uh, you know hanging fruit first okay lowest hanging fruit is a very easy thing to catch even you know anybody can do it for that right so again going by the definition of an entrepreneur choose the toughest nut to crack okay then then choose a sustainability to that first think of the think of it think of a way to make it sustainable if you are don't don't rely on the money from the from, from the uh you know investors or from your own pockets i mean you never spend uh, don't don't get into the place where you start burning your own money and investors money for nothing right i mean because if there is no sustainability in the in the in the solution what you are building or bringing to the forum it doesn't make any sense right so two things i mean if I, only two things one choose it off as not to crack find out a sustainable model to make money if you are not able to find it then find another another problem to solve that is what i would say and um, uh, don't uh, get to the uh, false uh, imaginations of uh, valuations that's the most important thing i would call out, call out for many budding entrepreneurs think that you know valuation is everything valuation is not everything it's it's probably everything for the investors but not for the entrepreneurs you talk to any entrepreneur you will find out that you know um, valuation is one part of the story but no money comes to comes to the hand of an entrepreneur until he sells his enterprise right so uh, it's it's valuation don't chase valuation chase chase the business models where you can make money make it more sustainable then obviously other people will follow it follow to you that's what i think Uh, on this note we are done with the interview uh, it was a great pleasure to host you here at eli thanks uh, for your time pavan uh, and our best wishes for uh, chitmonks
thank you thank you priya thanks uh, thanks eli and all your all your viewers uh, i wish you all the very best in your enterprise journey i'm always available at uh, uh, pawanachitmonk.com you can reach out to me thank you